Hi, welcome to Forbes Let's Talk, the insurance edition. My name's Nicola Dawn and I'm one of the insurance partners at Forbes. And each podcast, I'll be taking you on a journey with one of our guests through their work, life and career. Hi, and welcome to the Forbes Let's Talk insurance edition of the podcast. And today, very pleased to welcome David Mayer, a partner in our complex claims team also specialising in sports law. That's right, thank you for having me. The Oprah of the insurance world. <laughs> I'm honoured to be here. If I'm Oprah, who are you? Uh, Jerry Springer. Me, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not sure. Somebody, somebody very famous, sure. Very famous, surely, very obviously. dapper in that yes. suit as well. Because be, be. we have to say it's also headshot day for it is headshot world day, today. So, so you're watching the video, he's got a very dapper suit on today. What you talking about, I always dress like this. this well, you do, you do. I slept do. in this last night and I woke up and just came straight to work. Freshly and, uh, pressed. And try and make out a way trackies most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much for coming on, David. It's been yeah, a pleasure you. to have you on. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you. So, we start off basically by asking you a bit about your background and how you mm-hmm. found your way into law. And uh, I know you did describe to me earlier that you were from Forbes from birth. I think pretty much from birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born into the firm when it was uh, when it was in its infancy. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I suppose uh, I. I, I I started a law degree at Liverpool University. Um, I only did that because my brother is a lawyer as well, mm-hmm. and um, I was pretty stuck for something that I wanted to do for some any kind of inspiration. So I thought I would, uh, I, I would give it a go and see what happens. So I went to university, did that. Um, thought most of it, to be honest, was pretty boring. I also did law at Liverpool Uni. Did you? Uh, yes, did I did. You? We were probably uh, okay. both crossed over actually, but yeah, Welcome. I was the same. I'd, I'd, Found bits of it a little bit. Exciting stuff. Bit. People yeah. getting murdered, yeah. armed robberies, but then people getting sued and all that kind of stuff. It was like real life stuff. I suppose that's why we've got into sort of going off to tort yeah. and negligence and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely not a transactional lawyer or a contract lawyer or any of those kind of different things. Because the, the landlord equity and trust just just did not excite me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got the impression when I was at uni that. Probably maybe the law wasn't for me, or maybe I didn't know what I wanted to do in it really um, to begin with. So I went travelling for a year after after university, um, and then I got back and I, d- I needed a job uh, like everybody else. So I saw a job available at Forbes in the cost department, being a cost draftsman. Okay. Um, I didn't know what that was. I had no <laughs> idea whatsoever. Turns out I didn't need to know what it was <laughs> to do the job because nobody else wanted it, so that was absolutely fine. Um, so I applied for that, got that, and I worked in our cost department doing civil matrimonial costings for a couple of years. Um, and that was when I first kind of got to see how cases actually worked because I was I was going through files yeah. and seeing how they were run kind of from start to finish. Yeah. I was dealing with personal injury work, I was dealing with matrimonial stuff, and I could actually see what law and And it's a bit more of a like. connect rather than the exactly, theory yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm one of those people who when you move into a house, I can't visualise what the, the room's going to look like when you yeah. get it, when you put a paint up and you, you know. But um, but if I actually see a finished version of it, yeah. then I can kind of work trap backwards with that. So I was that's what I was like with this. Um, and, and it looked interesting. So I then decided to do my um, my legal practice course and I did that whilst I working at Forbes. Mm-hmm. Qualified at Forbes, sort of stayed at Forbes ever since. Ever and since. here I am now, all these years, uh, like, uh, 20 20, well, 21 years later. Good shift, and you only look yeah. actually 21 years I'm, of age in total, I'm so you're 20, doing really well. I'm 27, so uh, I was really excited, to be honest. Yeah. You're doing really well. So did you go, when you qualified, go into insurance straight away, because we've obviously uh, got no, a large so, insurance department? Yeah, we have, yeah. No, I um, I went into personal injury when I uh, when I qualified, because, as I say, that was where my experience was really at the time. Yeah. And I'd worked very clo- closely with uh, one of our ex-partners, 
Derek Baker, who was kind of a bit of a, a mentor, fantastic uh, mentor and, and, and brilliant lawyer, and he uh, kind of, like, I suppose, inspired me in, in, in that kind of area. So mm. I fell quite naturally into that, and I did that. Uh, so I was a claimant PI lawyer until oh, what was it, 2015, maybe or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, and then I transferred into the Defendant Insurance Department. Um, there was a there'd been a lot of changes in personal injury, as you know, over the years, yeah. and. Um, our insurance department has always been big, but it had expanded more and more and become more and more specialised. Um, and uh, they needed people over over on that side, mm-hmm. so I kind of made the shift to what I thought was the dark side. Of that <laughs> time. Now I know it's the side of uh, side of righteousness and justice. But, uh, <laughs> it depends, depends where, wherever you work for long enough, you uh, you, you, you back for that team. Don't exactly, you? and everybody does a job, and everybody's yeah. there to provide you know a service to their clients. Yeah, so exactly. it all works out at the end, and yeah. everybody needs each other on both sides. Yeah, don't they, as do. well. yeah exactly. Yeah, the point point of being a lawyer is to in litigation is, is to find someone's corner isn't it yeah, is to be there exactly to, to, do the best for your client that you're yeah. instructed by isn't exactly it? yeah and in the end both sides are trying to make sure justice is done in, in some kind of way um so and most of the time that works not always yeah <laughs> good mm. stuff and you've done a lot of work for the big construction companies in the past and mm. yeah yeah we, we represent a, a lot of big construction mm. companies so um construction's quite a, has traditionally been quite a big part of my practice mm. um I'm on part of the construction group, the Forbes construction group, which spans over all our departments and the specialists from each department yeah. uh, on there. And we meet regularly and mm. um, discuss all things construction, etc. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, the construction team provides kind of like a full service to our construction clients. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, my part of that is dealing with. Usually, I'm in a complex claims team, so it's usually kind of higher value or more complex yeah. um, personal injury matters, which obviously can be very serious in construction claims because yeah. it's it's still one of the accounts for one of the the, the biggest proportions of fatalities and mm. the HSE statistics every year. So, um, so, so it can still be very dangerous. So, mm. uh, a lot of my cases uh, evolve around those, and then as it's expanded, I've also done equal amounts of sports as well. So yeah. it's kind of I'm split between them really mm. I know because I do a lot of the construction companies as well from the disease point of yeah, view. Of it's, you inter- do, yeah. it's interesting and yeah. then mm. the buyouts and the, like, the half, the, half the time trying to find out who the right insurer is for the right project and all of that sort of and stuff and when you're going back historically they, yeah. they, I've, I've, done, I've not done anywhere near as much disease as you but I've done some and they trying to find going back to the 70s and 80s and 90s and yeah. uh, I find all that cover for it can be can be as much work as actually just running the case like so, exactly yeah, yeah. no yeah. but it's it I like all the detective work the yeah. corporate yeah. stuff yeah yeah. But the sports law sounds interesting as well. As mm-hmm. a sports sport fan, what sort of things do you get involved with with that? All sorts, really, because um, we, we service kind of sports and leisure clients. So it mm-hmm. could be things like we, we represent national governing bodies. So uh, it could be organisations that run a particular sport in in England or the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be uh, leagues, football leagues. Uh, um, it could be individual clubs, rugby clubs, and tennis clubs, and all sorts of things. Um, uh, but then it's also the leisure side of it is uh, peers, uh, theme parks and leisure sites and oh, kind of all sorts okay. of things. So it, it can um, covers a, a, a huge spread of quite diverse. Yeah, 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 really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've dealt with things from fatalities in um, in leisure complexes right down to uh, 
you know, cricket balls hitting hitting uh, car windows in a <laughs> in a local cricket club. So it spans a, a fourth and a spectrum of the, mm. which keeps you on your toes and makes it really interesting because mm. then obviously every uh, every new case is something completely different. Mm. And uh, I quite enjoy the having to having to get to grips with something you didn't know about before. Like one minute you could be dealing with something I know a bit about, uh, like rugby or martial arts or something. Mm. Um, that's kind of my field, but then uh, next time I could be dealing with tobogganing and I'm researching how you toboggan properly and what, <laughs> that, what the rules are yeah, about what you should it, be what doing should be safely. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I find all that quite interesting. I like, you know, I like sports and pleasure mm. generally, so uh, so it's interesting dealing with those cases. And, and they are always interesting cases as well. So Yeah, and then we were chatting previously because we, we sat in our Alton Summit office recording mm. this mm-hmm. and you just informed there's a climbing centre down the road. There is. Could, but you, you know, you do a little bit of climbing in your spare Yeah, a little time. bit. Not, not, as I said, I had an injury which has stopped me doing that for quite a while. But yeah, the Boulder UK around the corner is a, is a, is a, a climbing centre. Um, it does uh, bouldering, which is, which is always good to go to. So uh, you can nip there in your lunchtime and have a, have a little climb around. A quick if you, climb if around. If you feel like it. Um, but my yeah, martial arts have been my main history in sports. That's what I've spent all my all my life doing, really. So that's that's my kind of main area of interest. But mm-hmm. bit of climbing and uh, bit of, bit of football, like watching the rugby. I don't play it anymore now. Yeah, I used to do when I was at school, but. Um, I uh, suffered from not being six foot eight or twenty stone. <laughs> so I'd be one or the other. But, I was going to say, you got, you, you, which one would you rather be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, either of them would have let me carry on, but I was neither. So unfortunately, <laughs> that's, that's where my rugby career stopped. But so I'm, I'm, it's all right. I'm satisfied with watching the Six Nations. You watch, well, yeah. Well, it's always exciting, and then dealing with claims that might arise out of rugby. Have you had yeah. any rugby-related claims? Had, had, yeah, lots of rugby-related claims. Obviously, people, there's a lot of injuries in, in mm. rugby. Um, more football, actually. Uh, I don't know whether that says something about the difference between rugby and football. Maybe you just expect to get injured in rugby, perhaps yeah. a bit more, um, which is fair enough. Uh, but yeah, and obviously there's a lot in in the press that there has been in recent years about all well, the concussion. Yeah. Uh, 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 the I suppose advancements in medical science and the the links that been made. All this, but it's obviously it's been very um, well well documented. So all of that is happening kind of in the background at the mm. moment, and there's a lot of. Um, governmental interest in, in, in that. There will be, because I know there's been bits and bobs about stopping children heading footballs and yeah. things like that, about the risk of dementia or concussion later in life. Yeah, exactly. And it's a really, it's a really kind of emotive topic because it's one of those that really gets the kind of the, the public um, either frustrated or angry or uh, either way really, depending on which camp you sit in, because on the one hand, well, should we be exposing our kids to you know, the risk of, of serious injury in the future? Should we be pushing people to, to, to to be having shorter lives or you know um, more difficult lives later in life and all those kind of different things, but then at the same time, we still need to retain a freedom of choice and mm. um, and without sports and all the benefits that sports provide, mm. then the, the life would be far less enjoyable. Oh yeah, and and, and you can't. You know, wrap people in cotton wool. In the end, people will always expose themselves to danger, and as long as you've got to do it in a way that um, that benefits society in the best way. So it's a really kind of difficult subject that really it's a difficult balance isn't yeah, it and then you've it got obviously extreme sports where mm. people just push themselves to the absolute yeah. limit and are dangling off mountains and yeah oh yeah exactly yeah i mean some of the things some things you see red bull do um uh, yeah you know jumping off the edge of 
cliffs on bicycles with parachutes on and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, Not to be advised at home, anyone. No, no, definitely, yeah. Definitely, definitely, we'll probably be doing that anytime soon. David can do any claim for But I watched a film recently about free diving as well. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. But unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but yeah. people, they came up literally almost half dead at the end of because it. They have, they have to slow their heart rate down. Yeah. And they're breathing down to the point of almost like comatose unconsciousness yeah. so they can get down enough on a rope and then and then try and get back up before they die, which is the most ridiculous thing you could possibly imagine. We were watching this film and I thought, this is just, this is just suicidal, isn't it? It's ridiculous. I know. I um, know but, but, I mean, the amount of consent forms I imagine they have to sign. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, I know. I'd, I'd imagine it's quite an easy claim to defend, though. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, you willingly went down there. Thank you. I think you did expose yourself to a risk here, didn't <laughs> yeah. you, when you, when you went down. But, I know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing what people do. But, but that just shows you in itself. Mm. People want to do these things because they want to push the limits of human yeah. endeavour. They want they want excitement. They, you know, all yeah. those kind of it's it's not there's nothing human about staying at home and being safe all the time. That mm. isn't the the world that anybody wants wants to live in. Um, so um, uh, what's the what's that phrase the Chinese say? It's better to to live as day as a tiger than a month as a worm. Um, in the end, like, you know, <laughs> I've heard that once. I like. I might have completely misquoted or misphrased that. Yeah, put it on the I might have made it up. Perhaps there's, there's, there's however, however many Chinese people now shaking heads, going, "You know nothing at all about what we're saying." So apologies, apologies. No offence to anybody, but the um, but the point is, you know, you, you, you need a fulfilling life, don't you? You and, do. Um, I suppose it's with all the claims we deal with across insurance bonds, it's about balancing risk, isn't it? Yeah, and making sure risk is managed appropriately, yeah. which is I mean, then what you're there for. One thing we've seen increasingly is um, is cases surrounding obstacle course races, for example. So oh, right. things like, uh, you know, you get your Tough Mudder and your Spartan races and all yeah. those kind of uh, other ones. They're the big ones, but there's, there's, there's lots of other ones. Mm. And uh, only because they're, they're, they didn't really exist properly in any in any in any big form, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, even 10, 15 years ago, you know. So as time's gone on, we've seen more and more of those happen. But they're very, by very definition, they're meant to be a little bit extreme. So yeah. some of them, I can't remember if it's the, the Tough Mudder one, uh, involves uh, crawling on the floor through mud with dangling wires of electricity over the top I've of seen it. that. So seen it? Yeah, so it shocks you as you go through. So I mean, obviously, by de- I mean, it's not dangerous in terms of obviously no one, nobody is like shot to death by mm. going through it. But at the same time, it's not comfortable. It's not nice, mm. and you're facing uh, cold or heat or an explosion, exhaustion. And you're jumping off towers and landing on things and what have you. So there's 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 a, there's a huge amount of risk there. Mm. Um, but people love doing them. Yeah. And people want to do them. And they're consenting to and do them. Consen- yeah. And exactly. as long as it's set up safely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The, the, the difference is what what we're dealing with is like. Nobody wants these things to stop, mm. but what we want are the old days gone, where you've got the cowboys just thinking, "Oh, I can make some money off this, and I'll just yeah. knock this together, and I'll do yeah. it, 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 things like that." It's you know properly, uh, thoroughly using the right experts, properly risk assessed, um, involving local authorities and whatever else needs to needs needs to be involved. And as long as they're done properly, they're a brilliant mm. day out uh, for 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 people and. A real sense of achievement when they've done it. He says, having never done one. Although I am actually planning, <laughs> I am actually planning on doing one. I was planning on doing one last year, but then I injured myself. But the, I'm planning, my plan is still to do one this year. Well, I mean, after the press up challenge recently, you should be in fine fitness for this. And I've done that now. That's it. Press ups are absolutely How many done press ups did you end up doing at the end? Uh, well, I was meant to be doing three thousand, so I was meant to be doing hundred a day for the whole of November, which which I did. 
but I don't know whether whether when you've been doing exercise you get to a certain point you think oh where am I up to now yeah. so I always thought I don't want to go under so I'll just do a couple more so, yeah. so it might be more than more than 3,000 but in the end uh, yeah it, it, that's what I was that's what I was up yeah so just for a bit of background for people David mm. did a challenge for our charity the Forbes Foundation and you tried to do well you did you smashed it 3,000 press ups in a month mm-hmm. and raised lots of money for them and then also at the Christmas party you were also made to have a, a press up challenge by our manager well, we had partner two press as well up challenges, which we? was nothing to do with me no, even yeah. though I was hosting, oh, course, the qui- yeah. hosting the quiz nothing to do with me nothing to do with you, <laughs> although unfortunately my competitive nature kicked in yeah. and we had the first we had the first press up challenge which I lost I remember um, but then there was a, a judicial inquiry yeah. about whether it was done properly um, and I tried to hide my my um, <laughs> distaste of the fact that I'd lost <laughs> I don't I, think you hid it that no, way no I thought I'd done it right actually so then we had a second round which I also lost um, and then by that time people had lost interest and, uh, nobody, nobody people had gone to the bar yeah. nobody was up for a third round apart from me I would have gone all night until I won that's just who I am but uh, but I had to, uh, no, I was the, the, the better man won slash cheated. <laughs> you know but there's no video of that. <laughs> but you know, you're fit and ready to go on the injuries. I'm ready to, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm almost over my injury now. So you never know, you might see me see me on a uh, one of those obstacle course races coming soon. Oh, I'm going to have to start running. I'm not a runner. Are you not? I'm not fancying that. No, no, running's very tiring and I don't, I don't particularly like getting tired. So, no. um, so I don't mind scrambling over things, jumping off things or what have you. Done a couple of skydives. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and uh, so anything like that, absolutely fine. But it, if it involves running, getting sweaty, getting tired, uh, yeah. heart beating on the floor, gasping for breath, not yeah. Like well, when I was younger, I was what, like, if I was chasing a ball, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with running. So hockey, football, anything like that, I absolutely loved. I thought you mean you were like the family dog, where they were yeah, like, oh, chasing the ball, yeah, they just let me off after it. <laughs> 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 no, any sport involved? Like, no, like, it's fine. Like, but any sport involved that. But then as I've got a little bit older, I do mm-hmm. quite like running because I think we it's easy to get better at. So you can set yourself a challenge and then you kind of go, oh, I can, I can beat that if I just keep practising. So you're like competing with yourself. I do, I'm a bit take... of a target-based person, really. Right. Yeah. How long did it take for you to actually get all right at running? Because I, I was running once and I got overtaken by somebody who was, who was walking quickly. <laughs> uh, I was towards the end of my run, in fairness, but at that yeah. point I just thought, it's just too much. Well, it just, it, I think it's couch 5K is a really good thing. Right, okay. But yeah. I passed one of our other partners in the gym, one of our employment partners that I won't name, who mm. was doing couch 5K, who was on a treadmill and just went, don't talk to me for six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's going on for six minutes? And it turned out it was couch 5K. Oh, but okay. that's a really good way of doing it, because okay, then you get right. into it. And then I try and get up to running, because I periodically fall in love with running, do it loads, right. then have a break, but then you lose it really quickly, and then you have to build it back up again. Yeah. And then just try and get quicker all the time. Yeah. Um, I've done a half marathon, that was all right. Yeah, I applauded that. Um, well, yeah, but just actually being able to do it is good, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that, all that is, the, the, the most I've ever run is probably it's probably 5K. Not, like, I've never been in an actual race, but uh, myself, running mm. was about 5K. Um, and I did it, but I can't imagine running, what is it, 13 points? 13 points, oh, it took wow. ages. It, yeah. it took, you know, it's well over two and a half hours. But, it, it, yeah, at the end, I was just, I don't think I'm even moving. I think my legs are just kind of static. But I think that was more, I like to set a challenge and then kind of yeah. go well, for it. But, yeah. I think you have to have that. If you don't have that, though, then you yeah. just, there's no motivation, is there, to no. do it? Because it's very difficult to make yourself carry on running for two and a half hours when, you know, you could be sat on the sofa eating a bucket of crisps. Like exactly. Um, so uh, to, to, to do that, you need to have something driving you, don't yeah, you? Um, yeah. 
Have you ever had any claims from any runners or anything? No. Well, I suppose it's an individual sport, no. isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it's not really the ones where we, especially with organised racing, mm. we've had most from cycling, as you'd imagine. Yeah. Um, because even when it's organised, it tends to be a road road racing mm. and people are by definition going flat out and uh, you've got cornering and bunched mm. up cyclists and all sorts of different things so we've we've had uh, a lot of cases through cycling but yeah none that I can think of for, for running actually there's not mm. it's, it's, I think there'll be difficult circumstances for that to be um, to give rise to a claim really I can't think of when it would but yeah no we haven't that but no. almost every other sport we've We've had them in, yeah. but it's amazing what sports people can injure themselves in. You would imagine tiddlywinks is a, uh, a dangerous I mean, sport. Get one in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, imagine it. Yeah, cycling would be pretty bad because when you see them on Tour de France and they have the pile-ups and stuff. Yeah, I try and do because I don't like running. Cycling is something that I've tried to get into, and. Uh, and I do enjoy that more, but even even that, I'd, when I'm going downhill and I've got oh, tiny little wheels and you're yeah. on your rate, it's terrifying, absolutely it's terrifying. It's all no, not, yeah. for me, not for me. No, I don't think it's for me either. I keep threatening to yeah. cycle into the Manchester office because I only live sort of three miles out of town, mm. but then I keep thinking, just see how people drive and think, oh, it's just, it's not you, it's other people, isn't it? Yeah, every time I go into the Manchester office, I'm nearly hit about three times by different people turning the wrong way or doing whatever mm. they're doing. So uh, the thought of being on a bike, absolutely <laughs> no. no way. I'm right. I, I'm actually only ten minutes from this office, so I could cycle here every morning if I wanted to. Actually, mm. um, but I probably won't because there's no radio warmth or, <laughs> or coffee pothole or anything of those kind of things. So probably inherently a bit lazy. It's difficult to get over that, really. But, oh, no, it's all good fun, but. It, yeah. It sounds really interesting. So every day, pretty much varied and yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I love about the job. You know, there's no mm. the, 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 no two days are the same. Really, you um, obviously cases go on for a long time. So it's case, well, they can do. So there's some cases that you're dealing with for uh, months, years, even in some of them. But then there's other ones that are over pretty quickly. But uh, all the time, you you kind of get uh, new cases in, and it's kind of there's the there's always a bit of excitement about what's this one going to be about. Yeah. And, uh, and it's all, and it's it's very unusual to get something that duplicates something else. So mm. even in all this, however many years I've been doing it now, uh, I, I can't think of two cases that were almost the same. You get similar things, similar injuries, and similar types yeah. of things happening, but uh, but they're all unique in their own way, you know. Um, and that's yeah, keeps you on your toes. Excellent. Mm. Well, that's been mm. really interesting, mm. and it's a, probably you get probably more invites to dinner parties talking about sports law than I do about industrial diseases. I would imagine. As much as I love it. Bit, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's been really interesting talking to you, David. So no, thank you so much for coming on. No, that's all right. Thank you for inviting me. Cheers. It's an honour to be here. <laughs> thank you.